No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we begin the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel is living in Babylon when he receives a heavenly vision. He sees the glory of the Lord and falls on his face. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl teaches in Ezekiel 1 on Simply the Bible. Who is God? I mean, who really can answer that? He is altogether separate. He is transcendent. He is more intelligent and glorious than we can ever imagine. But he is also near to us, for in him we live and move and have our being. He is omnipresent so that there is no place we can go where God is not. Now, Ezekiel was born into a priestly family. In 597 BC, he was probably 25 years old and living in Jerusalem. But then he was deported along with the second group of Jewish exiles going to Babylon. King Jehoiakim was also taken captive at that time after he had only reigned in Judah for three months. These were dark days for the Jews living in Babylon as well as for those living in Jerusalem. Yet God revealed himself to Ezekiel at this time and called him to be a prophet to his fellow Babylonian captives. We begin the book of Ezekiel chapter 1. Now it came to pass in the 30th year in the fourth month on the fifth day of the month as I was among the captives by the river Kibar that the heavens were opened and I saw visions of God on the fifth day of the month which was in the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity. The word of the Lord came expressly to Ezekiel the priest the son of Buzi in the land of the Chaldeans by the river Kibar. And the hand of the Lord was upon him there. So he says that it happened in the 30th year. Now this probably referred to his own age as a priest would enter the priesthood in his 30th year. And so after he had been in Babylon for a few years, uh, it is now 593 BC and that is when he received this revelation. It was the fifth year of King Jehoiakim's captivity. Now, this happened at the river Kibar. This was a canal south of Babylon that came off the Euphrates River. It flowed to the east of Babylon. We don't know exactly where the captives lived, but they were probably settled there to farm the land. And it was while he was there that the heavens were opened to him. Now, throughout Scripture, we see the heavens opened at various times to various people. This is figurative for a revelation coming from earth to heaven, and God controls that. We don't. In one sense, the heavens are opened to us when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord, and our eyes are then opened to spiritual things, and the Holy Spirit comes to live in us. I mean, that is a miracle, and it happens whenever someone receives Christ. There may be other times in our Christian experience when the heavens are open to us and God reveals himself to us in a special way. Now, Ezekiel speaks here in the third person, saying that the word of the Lord came to Ezekiel. This was his official calling as a prophet. 
But then from verse 4 on throughout the book, he speaks primarily in the first person. He said the hand of the Lord was upon him. This was figurative for the prophetic anointing of God being upon Ezekiel. Then I looked, and behold, a whirlwind was coming out of the north, a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself, and brightness was all around it, and radiating out of its midst like the color of amber out of the midst of the fire. So he sees this great whirlwind. Now, whether this was an actual storm or just a vision that Ezekiel had, we don't really know, but somehow the whirlwind came from the north, and from it a great cloud with raging fire engulfing itself. So I think of like if you've seen an explosion of an atomic bomb and you see how the the fire just engulfs itself. So this engulfing fire was coming from this whirlwind and there was extreme brightness all around it, radiating out of it. Like the color of amber, it says here, but the Hebrew word really means like molten metal. So molten metal in the midst of this in the midst of this fire. Also, from within it came the likeness of four living creatures. So out of this bright, glowing, molten metal, uh, suddenly he sees these four living creatures, and this was their appearance. They had the likeness of a man. Each one had four faces, and each one had four wings. So this is unlike anything in the world, and we'll see that Ezekiel says the word likeness quite a bit because he's trying to use human language to describe things that are completely out of this world. Their legs were straight, so they were like a man in that they stood upright. The soles of their feet were like the soles of calves' feet, and they sparkled like the color of burnished bronze. The hands of a man were under their wings on their four sides, and each of the four had faces and wings. And so they are brightly colored. It's like bright, shining, burnished bronze with these hands underneath their wings. And yet, as their wings are stretched out, they're touching one another. So imagine these four living creatures forming a square with a creature at each corner of the square and their wings outstretched, forming the sides of the square, and they're connected. And so they move in any of four directions, but they did not turn as they moved and they moved all together. As for the likeness of their faces, each had the face of a man, each of the four had the face of a lion on the right side, each of the four had the face of an ox on the left side, and each of the four had the face of an eagle behind, okay? So thus were their faces, their wings stretched upward Two wings of each one touched one another and two covered their bodies and each one went straight forward. They went wherever the spirit wanted to go and they did not turn when they went. So each of these four living creatures had four faces and each of these faces represent really the the chief of that particular realm of creation. So man is the chief of God's creation. God gave man dominion over the earth, okay? Then you have the lion, who is the chief of the wild animals. You have the ox, who is the chief of the domesticated animals. 
and you have the eagle that is the the chief of the birds of the air. Now, they had two wings that covered their bodies. As they appeared before the Lord, they're covering themselves really in an act of humility. And they would go wherever the Spirit wanted them to go. I believe this is very significant because these are the cherubim. We were later told, Ezekiel identifies them as cherubim, and they are the cherubim that are serving the Lord, but they're not free to just move however they want to move. It was the Spirit who was directing their movements so that they were all coordinated. And I believe this is very significant for us. We are called to be servants of the Lord. We are called to yield to the Holy Spirit. We are not free just to do our own thing, to do whatever we think we want to do. Our moves need to be coordinated by the Holy Spirit. And if we are listening to God, they will be coordinated with the entire body of Christ. We're not just out here doing our own thing. I think that's really important for us to understand and to be yielded to the movement of the Holy Spirit. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches going back and forth among the living creatures. The fire was bright and out of the fire went lightning and the living creatures ran back and forth in appearance like a flash of lightning. So, They appeared like burning coals of fire, very bright, and out of the fire came forth lightning. So not only were they like these hot coals, but then there was lightning coming from them, and they ran back and forth like lightning. So don't think of these creatures as slow moving. No, if you've ever seen the lightning just dart across the sky during a thunderstorm and how fast it moves, this is how fast that they are running back and forth. Uh, appearing like flashes of lightning as they move. Now I looked at the living creatures. Behold, a wheel was on the earth beside each living creature with its four faces. The appearance of the wheels and their workings was like the color of barrel, and all four had the same likeness. The appearance of their workings was as it were a wheel in the middle of a wheel. Okay, so beneath the four living creatures are these wheels that are the color of beryl or chrysolite, a gold-colored stone. Now, the Hebrew word here for wheel refers to a chariot wheel. And then he sees that they were like a wheel in the middle of a wheel. And so whenever they moved, they went toward any one of four directions And the living creatures themselves did not turn when they went. They just moved either front, back, left, or right. The wheel within the wheel is probably a wheel that's at a right angle with another wheel so that it could either go forward, backwards, left, or right. It could go either of those four directions by the wheels moving. As for their rims, they were so high that they were awesome and their rims were full of eyes all around the four of them. So the rims of the wheels are very high. So this is something that's that's keeping these living creatures far off the ground. And then there are these rims that are full of eyes, probably representing the omniscience of God, that he's all-knowing, all-seeing. 
And when the living creatures went, the wheels went beside them. And when the living creatures were lifted up from the earth, the wheels were lifted up. And so they're on top of these wheels and uh, wherever the wheels go, they go. And whenever the spirit wanted to go, they went because there the spirit went and the wheels were lifted together with them for the spirit of the living creatures was in the wheels. So the same spirit that was in the living creatures was in the wheels. They would go you know, forward, backwards, left, right, up, down, wherever, as, as these wheels would move, and so would the living creatures. Now, what we will find out tomorrow is that above them was the glory of the Lord. And what Ezekiel was likely seeing here was the chariot of God as he moves throughout time and space, supported by the cherubim underneath and the chariot wheels beneath them. This is awesome. God just moves wherever he wants with these four living creatures going with him and supporting really the chariot of God. And so we'll get more into this amazing revelation, awesome revelation of just the transcendence of God, but also we shall see not only his transcendence, but the fact that he is near us always and wants to be close to you and wants to be the one who comes to your aid, even at the time when you're in your darkest moment, that's when God wants to show up and reveal that he is sovereign, he is in control, and that he loves you. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at office at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where the Lord calls Ezekiel to go to rebellious Israel. He is sent to the captives in Babylon to declare God's words to them whether they hear or refuse. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible.